Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. Hey, I always like to start with something interesting and it's an experiment that I tried and it actually worked. So let me ask you a question first. How can you get more views on your tweets? Well, you can look at stats and you can see when most of your followers are responding. Certainly you can buy ads. You can respond when someone tweets at you. Nah, here's the trick. Are you ready? You lock your Twitter account. That's right. You make it private. This way, only your followers see your tweets. It sounds kind of productive, right? I mean, wouldn't you think you'd get more views on your tweets if the entire Twitterverse was able to see everything that you're posting? Uh, not so, bucko. I mean, I locked down my Twitter account and I got four times the number of views. You should try it. And let me know if it works for you, too. And if you don't already follow me at twitter.com slash Kim Commando. Once again, that's twitter.com slash Kim Commando. Because after all, I'm America's beloved digital goddess. And you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And you can find us on over 425 top stations across the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. And you can find us as a podcast, a webcast, 24-7 with three months worth of archives over at getkim.com. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you have any questions, of course, we always love to get your phone calls. But if you're just too shy, you can always drop me your question over on our website. That's commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. All right. Every single day I check out at least 30 different websites. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about consumer tech, things that you may be seeing, using, maybe even just read about and what it really means. And we're going to start with something that I personally never thought that we needed. I mean, think back to when the baby needed a diaper change. How did you know? Well, there was always the smell test, right? Or maybe you just put your finger in there, see if you felt a little something, or maybe you just pulled the diaper out and you took a peek. Well, scientists and researchers at Penn State have taken the guessing element out of all of this. They've created, are you ready for it? Yes, it's here, a smart diaper. Hmm. It has built-in sensors that alert you on your phone when the diaper gets wet, and there are stages of wetness to this alert. Stage one, two, three, four. Four is like, wow, this diaper needs to be changed right now. There are humidity sensors in the diaper, and they're cheap and they're easy to produce. And then uh, there's sodium chloride-treated diapers, and it goes through all this. Uh, bottom line, you're going to get a notification. But it just reminds me, I used to do the show at 6 a.m. on Saturday mornings. And so what would happen is I'd come home probably around 11 or 12. So one day, I think Ian was about to. He was running towards the garage door. He was coming in. And the poor kid's diaper, honest to goodness, the poor kid's diaper was down to his knees. And I look at Barry and I said, um, you didn't change the kid's diaper? I mean, in the last five hours? I mean, what's going on with this? And with a straight face, honest to goodness, he looked at me and he said, what do you mean? I mean, I looked at the packaging and it says 18 pounds. Doesn't it hold 18 pounds? I'm like, um... No, that's how much the kid weighs. <laughs> okay, help me ride along. All right, number two, forget Street View. What about Drone View? Let me tell you, Google has this new thing called Immersive View. And it's one of these things that you really need to see. It's hard for me to explain on a national radio show and podcast. 
Uh, basically, I want you to think of AI, computer vision, and augmented reality built in. And you can go up and down, for example, an Eiffel Tower or uh, maybe the Empire State Building. And you can go inside places now virtually. It's really something else. Now, it's only available in five cities so far, London, Los Angeles, New York, uh, San Francisco, and Tokyo. But you can check out some of the biggest landmarks. I mean, you can even get a feel for a New York subway. That's right, station. Uh, rats and all, but just not the pizza with the rats. Gosh, remember when that went viral a couple of years ago? Crazy stuff. All right, next on our list, listen up. If you are older, you have someone who else is older in your family. I don't want you to ever answer this question over the phone. What is your Medicare insurance card? Even if it comes from 1-800-MEDICARE, and that's a legit number, of course, because what's happening is that these are RoboSkull scams, and they're being sent to over 36 million people. Now, of course, what's nutso is that you may actually get a call from 1-800-MEDICARE because it's legit, but uh, you can't make sure that's legit because now we have spoofers and scammers out there. So the bottom line here is that if you get a call and they, they ask you for your Medicare number, do not give it out. Just do not, not, not give it out. And make sure that you tell uh, any of the older folks in your family this information too. Oh, and here's a joke for them in case you want to make their day. Ask them, what kind of insurance would Moses have if he was still alive today? What kind of insurance would Moses have if he was still alive today? Are you ready? Medicare Part C. <laughs> Get it. Okay. All right. Fourth on our list, Microsoft is living on the edge. That's right. All right. We have ChatGPT. We have Bing. Well, nobody really likes Microsoft's browser edge. Now, if you're using Windows, they really do a number and it's really hard for you not to use it. Well, Microsoft did a deal with Adobe this past week that are hoping that people want to truly live on the edge. I'm not really sure about this. Uh, you can put digital signatures on PDFs right inside Edge. Well, I don't know if we really need that. I mean, most of us are using like DocuSign, HelloSign. Uh, by the way, guess what percentage of people use Edge as their browser? You care to guess? Mm, nope, higher. Uh, Google Chrome has a 65% browser share market and Edge only, that's right, 4.5. Ooh, what's going on with that? And you know what you call it when you remove Microsoft Edge browser from your computer. Do you know what you call that? <laughs> this is one you're going to love. Cutting edge technology. Get it? Oh, okay. Finally, this wrapping up last at number five. Microsoft is a wimp. Now, do you know Microsoft Windows' first name? It wasn't Windows. It was called Interface Manager. I have a computer with Interface Manager. Mm, okay, they needed to change that. So, but how did they come up with a Windows operating system? All right, here's the backstory. The computers of yesterday, of course, they weren't anything like we have today. Nada. Do you remember? Maybe you saw it. I certainly do. It was just a screen with a prompt, and then you had to type things in just by text. There was no GUI or graphical user interface. You didn't have any pictures and bells and whistles, nothing like that. So the standard organization for graphical user interface was WIMP. No, not because all these computers in the first times were used by people like me, super nerds. WIMP stands for, uh, are you ready? W is for windows, I is for icons, M is for menu, and P is for a pointer, like a mouse pointer. So imagine if Windows was actually called the WIMP operating system. Hmm. Oh wait, it is a WIMP operating system. 
All right, coming up, ways to get unbiased, independent news on the internet. And then we've got our trivia question of the week you don't want to miss. Oh, we've got a great money tip. It's how to make money using ChatGPT. And we have all of your phone calls, and you have me, Kim Commander. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. Coming up in just a few minutes, how you can get unbiased news on the internet. And right now, how about we start with DD in Portland, Oregon. Hi, Kim. Thank you for taking my call, and thank you for sharing all of your wisdom with all of us out there. It's been so, so helpful over the years, so thank you. Oh, thank you for listening. I mean, otherwise I'd be talking to myself in front of the mirror, and that would not be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, I'm hoping you can give me a little help today, and I actually... Um, I'm hoping to help you a little bit. I don't know. Um, I heard sure. your call a couple of weeks ago. A gentleman called in where he had a teen who had a social media addiction and wanted some help from you about having how, trying, trying to um, discover oh, the phones and that kind of thing. And that was, we, you know, what I, that was a that was a gut wrenching call for me. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, I was really keyed into it. Yeah, because as a, as a parent and having gone through those teenage years my son's in college now but to go through I, he went through 13 phones with this <laughs> and well, yeah okay and, and, you know and he and this girl she just kept finding another way to get online another way another way another way and then it's like mm -hmm. wow that's tough so what's going on with you so she's she's had six phones we've discovered. We think she's on number seven, and we're tired of trying to press our ear to the wall and hope that she forgets to turn her volume off. That's been a, a way that real non-tech way of trying to figure it out. But uh, we've been just using the network, trying to see if there's a new device that's using the Wi-Fi. Um, and if we see something that shows up when she goes in a room, that's our red flag that maybe something's going on and she's such a crafty person that we have to absolutely know that it is in order to to get it from her because otherwise she'll just say no I don't no I don't I don't have a phone um and it's an addiction well what is she, what is she doing online what does she do it online that that concerns we you? don't exactly know uh we don't have any programs on her phone that's been kind of a source of uh tension in the household about how much do we monitor because if you know it then you've got to do something about it and it's one thing after another with this teen she she's our last of three and man she's given us a run for our money <laughs> um so we just are at a loss yeah. about how to have a clean way of figuring out if she's got another phone and she stays up all night with it, and then ha we have issues with not getting up on time and not doing work around the house. It's, it snowballs into ugly behavior around the house if she's on the phone all night. Yeah, of course, because she's not getting any rest. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Right. How, how old is she? She just turned 18. Okay. She going to, is she in what, high school, college? Yep, yep. She's graduating this spring. Okay. And then is she going to go to college? Hoping. Okay. Um, how close is she with her siblings? Mm, neither one of them live nearby, so she doesn't talk to them real frequently. Is there is there one of your other kids who could? Here, here's here's what I'm going with. Here's where I'm going. Okay, mm -hmm. this reason why I'm asking. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not the siblings. Maybe it's somebody else. Okay, you've been banging your head against the wall for probably at least she's 18. Probably since she was what 11. 
something like that? Maybe 10, 11, 12, somewhere um, We let her way? have a phone when she was 13. Okay, yeah, right. 13 so, was when she got a phone. Okay, so for the last five years. Uh, mm-hmm. And... And obviously that there's there's something going on with her that that she I mean, every kid has a phone now. I mean, that's just a bottom line. I'm not saying that it's a privilege or, it's a, you know, it is a privilege. I mean, it's not a rite of passage, but every teenager right. has a phone. I think at last mm-hmm. stat I saw was like 98.9% of all teens in the United States have a phone. So she's going to have a phone. So what we want to do is make sure that she's using it the right and the safe way. And... Right. That means that we need to set some rules. Uh, the fact that she's putting it, using it overnight. And I, I, you know, fortunately, I did not have a tough kid. I didn't. Uh, mm. you know, I had, you know, if I said this is the way it is, this is the way it is. And he responded. Mm-hmm. And if I said, give me that phone at eight o'clock at night, he gave me that phone. And nice. he, he was he was pissed off about it. He threw a temper tantrum, but it was – and mm-hmm. as, as I explained to him, this is my house. These are my rules. That's my phone. Mm-hmm. You got to – I mean, if you can have the tough talk, it sounds like it's really hard. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing that's going to fix it this. Is. Okay. Now, if you can't yeah. have that tough talk, I would go to somebody else who's in the family and say, listen, I need your help. Your sister's not mm-hmm. – your sister's not – is going to a bad place, and she's going to be on her own in six months. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anything bad to happen to her, but I can't get through to her. I cannot get through to her. Can you try? Right. Can you try? And I see what you're saying. So be, enlist one of those siblings to uh, yes. try to have that talk with her. Because you know she's not going to listen to you right now. Because your mom, she's not going to listen to you, and she's not going to listen to your right. husband. Okay, she's not going to do it. Because you yep. don't know anything. Okay. Think about that. When, I know. You, when you were 18, you didn't know anything. You know, your parents didn't know anything. Okay. All of a sudden you hit like 25 and you're like, whoa, they are like really smart people. Like, oh my gosh. Mm. Okay. okay. So that's mm-hmm. where you're at right now in life. And unfortunately, it's going to take a couple of years before she figures out that, you know, you're actually pretty decent and you're fun and she loves you. Okay. So, so, <laughs> I hope so. so. Try to find well, somebody else. Yeah, I hope I hope that that will work. We've certainly had tough talks with her. I mean, after I think phone number two, we had a very tough talk. But we just have to have strict limits on the one phone we do give her. And when she turns that in at night, that's when she somehow gets them from friends. Exactly. You know what? Because she's smart. She's smart. Okay. And, there, mm-hmm. you know, she can yep. get herself another phone with another cell phone plan. And exactly. she can borrow, you know, one of her girlfriends or guys will say, you know what? Hey, you know, just, you know, I can get two for, you know, get two for one out of my parents or whatever it may be. She's going to find that. So that's why I think you need to have somebody else. Now, here, I'm going to go one step further with Didi. If you can't find anybody in your family to talk to her. I will. I will personally talk to her. We'll set up a Zoom call between you and your daughter and or just me and your daughter. You don't need to. And she's not going to want you to have part of it. But I'll talk to her. I will mentor her through this next stage in her life. I will do that for your daughter. So just keep that in mind. I don't want you to feel like you're left out there in the cold. Uh, Dee, thank you for your call. All right. There are ways to get unbiased, independent news, right? 
but you have to go looking for them. Like for example, maybe start out at the Associated Press or Reuters, then check out the Wall Street Journal. I really like the way that their writers seem to tell both sides of the story and then they let you formulate your very own opinion. All right, coming up, we have our trivia question. Oh, and it's a tough one, I'm going to tell you that, and ways to make money with ChatGPT. And of course, we have more of your phone calls and you have more of me, Kim Commando. Okay, it's time now for a special segment here on the Kim Commando Show that I like to call Commanding the Tech World Trivia because we've all seen how the world has changed, all because of tech, but maybe you don't know the backstory, some insider secrets that makes this digitally connected world just go round and round. So when playing Commanding the Tech World Trivia, you have to think beyond just the surface. You have to think about it. And we always have a special guest contestant joining us every single week to win the most valuable prize. It's the much-coveted Kim Commando Show fanny pack. And let me tell you, I get requests every single day. How do I buy one? And I would say, you know what? You can't get it unless you win on the Kim Commando Show. And joining us this week is Carol from Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello there, Carol. Hi, Kim. How are you today? Great. What do you do there in Indy? Oh, I am a speech therapist. Are you? That's awesome. That's great. What is the, what is the one word that people have the biggest trouble pronouncing? Hmm. Uh, probably... That's a tricky question. I am not sure about that. <laughs> well, I can tell you the I can tell you the word that I have trouble pronouncing, and maybe you can help me say it better. Okay, and the word is D R A W E R, D R A W E R. So, so you pronounce it the right way. Oh, it may be a drawer. Okay, a drawer. Open the drawer. Okay. Okay. See, I, I, you know, I'm from New Jersey, so I say drawer, drawer, oh. open the drawer. And, and Barry will look at me, my husband, he's like, what is a drawer? I'm like, the drawer, it's right there. Come on. You know? <laughs> the drawer. The, how do you say it again? The drawer, the drawer, the drawer. Okay. I'll have to work on that. Okay. Got to put your thinking cap on because this is a pretty difficult trivia question. Are you ready to play, Carol? I am ready. Okay. So Twitter was founded in what year? No, that's not the question. Uh, March of 2006, Jack Dorsey, Biz Stone, and Evan Williams. And, of course, the whole idea was that people would have these short updates, tweets at that time, 140 characters or less. And you'd share all your little tweets with friends and followers. Right now, Twitter has, I don't know, 350 million monthly active users, and it's one of the largest and most influential and all those big words, and Elon Musk bought it and blah, 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 blah. Okay, but... Our question today is, what's the name of Twitter's mascot? You know, that little bird? What's the name of the Twitter mascot? Is it A, Larry? Is it B, Robin? Is it C, Polly? Or is it D, Sergi? Okay, so what's the name of Twitter's mascot? Maybe you didn't even know it had a name, but it has a name. Is it Larry, Robin, Polly, or Sergi? So which one is the name? Of the uh, of the Twitter bird, I will go with D. Sergi. Sergi. Any reason why you selected Sergi? No, just an interesting name. Okay, Sergi. Okay. Um, the answer is. Are you ready for it? A. Larry. That's right, Larry. Oh, okay. Interesting. Why name Larry? 
Uh, it's uh, Larry Bird, one of the co-founders, Bizstone. He's originally from Boston, and one of his idols is Larry Bird, the famous Boston Celtic, right? How about uh, so that? Now you know. See, so now you can use this question with your family members and friends and wig big money. So, you know, say like, you know, <laughs> bet like five bucks. You won't be able to get this answer. Okay? You won't be able to. You can get it right. Yes. Mm. And just think about this. Imagine one day if you had YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Remember? Like imagine if they just create, they got together and they created just one company, just one company, Carol. You know what they could call it? What? You twit face. You twit face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know you have a question for me. Uh, so, how can I lend a hand? Oh, I would. I would love that if you could lend me a hand. I have a son with Down syndrome. He's a great young man. He's almost thirty years old. His prized awesome. possessions are his iPads. He spends hours listening to music and looking at video clips of family and memories. Um, back when he was just little, he had lots and lots of cassette tapes, and I was able to move those over into iTunes using Audacity. And then oh, over nice. the years through his childhood, I've, I've just added to it so that he has over 800 songs on his original iPad, which is an, a fourth-generation iPad. Oh, so I've, I've been able wow. to add all of those onto an iPad Mini that's also a second generation. So it's older, too. He's, he's accessing them every day. He's got a wonderful, eclectic set of music that he just loves. But these devices are getting older, and they're just going right. to die one of these days, and that just scares me because they're so important to him. What can I do to back them up? Ooh, you're right. The tech is getting old. Uh, the yeah. fourth generation iPad was released on November 2nd, 2012. So it's hard to believe that that was back in 2012, right? And here we are in 2023. Right. Mm. But, it's, right. but it's still working, which is great. It works um, great, yes. Now, you can back it up. Well, probably the easiest way would be to put it in, the, in iCloud. So you can back up the iPad to iCloud. You go into settings, whatever your name is, iCloud, iCloud backup. And this will back up all of your son's photos, videos, and important data into the cloud. Um, you could also use a third-party backup software program if you'd want to just get it onto a device, like a computer, or then maybe put it on an external hard drive or back it up to a cloud like <laughs> using iDrive. And right. there's a there, there's a, pro a program called iMazing, and that's the letter I and then Mazing. And then mm -hmm. you can back up. Uh, the iPad's content right to a computer, and then you can transfer the content to a new iPad as well. So eventually you're going to want a new iPad. So Absolutely. maybe what you want, I mean, yeah, so either way, you know, you're going to use iCloud or you can use the third-party backup. So you can try to use iTunes, but I don't, I think that's a bit of a hassle right now. Um, you know, trying to get this, I, the fourth generation backing with iTunes, and I just don't see that as a good I, I wouldn't do that myself, okay, Carol? No. So I don't want you to do it. No, it was said it was no longer supported. Yes, and so you're going to have to find something older, and then you just so just use iCloud or use that program called iMazing. Um, and we'll send you some more information about this right to your email. But one thing I just want to point out to you is that have you ever looked at the Amazon Fire for Kids? No. Um, it's a hundred bucks, and I know that, you know, and I know. Uh, my sister is a educational psychologist and therapist. As a matter of fact, she has her own school, and she does tremendous testing and all this other great stuff. And she works with a lot of a lot of some Down's kids and also ADHD and stuff. 
Um, mm-hmm. But what she's been, what I've turned her on to for the parents is this Amazon Fire for Kids. Uh, the reason why is that that with it has great parental controls. So you could set limits on screen time if you want it, and also set limits on what he can and cannot touch and where he could go. Uh, mm-hmm. The tablet comes with a one-year subscription of over like 20,000 videos and educational apps and uh, games, and you can get Apple Music with it. But the thing is, too, is that it has a, a built-in stand. and But best of all, it has a two-year guarantee. Right. So if if it breaks, if he drops it, if whatever he does with it, in two, within those two years, you get a brand new one. Wow. So I know you've got everything on the iPad, and, and that's really terrific. But if you were looking at maybe a, another option, maybe just to maybe expose him to something different that he might like, Mm-hmm. Just an idea for you is to look at the sure. Amazon Fire for Kids. Um, and like I said, it comes with that two-year guarantee, and then you can look at music and good stuff like that. So um, are you square to help you out? You all good? I think. And if you ever need any additional help for either you or your son, just um, give me a call back. We're always here for you. Oh. oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your help today. You got it. Thank you, Carol. You know, there are also apps that might help your son, like Proloquo Go. Uh, there's My Talk Tools Mobile, there's Speech Therapy Words, Sounding Board, Touch and Learn. I'll tell you this, uh, Carol, I'm just going to send you over a list of apps that you might want to try with your son. All right, ChatGPT is all over, and a lot of people are using the AI to actually make some money. So I thought it might be fun for us to kind of talk about some ways that you can use ChatGPT to maybe increase your income. Like, number one, you can use it to write YouTube scripts or any type of scripts. Uh, YouTuber Franklin Hatchett says that you can make $19,000 a month by making videos with scripts you get from ChatGPT. I think that's a lot harder than what it sounds, but if you are thinking about writing scripts, you might want to try ChatGPT. You can also find keywords and get SEO help. You can have it suggest titles or ideas or write an intro for a story. Uh, You can also get product descriptions. Realtors are raving about the time that they're saving using ChatGPT to write this. So if you need to write product descriptions, you might want to tap into that. Uh, Website copy, some stories. But again, you always want to make sure that you fact check everything because the thing about ChatGPT is that its data and its knowledge base only goes to 2021. So after 2021, it doesn't really know about anything else. So just keep that in mind. And email messages, uh, maybe some email marketing campaigns. And so in case you're looking for more information about this and some tips about how you have to get really specific with ChatGPT to get the results that you want, head over to commando.com. And when you're there, at the top of the page, hit the link that says Kim Show. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls as well as, hey, I don't know if you know this, but you get some free perks with your cable bill. And I'm going to tell you more about that here on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Hey, just a quick reminder that if you're not already getting our podcast, our daily tech update, make sure that you sign up now because knowledge is power and you're going to love this. Every single day you get a couple of news stories and one great tip. That's the daily tech update. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for my last name, Commando with a K, of course. All right, Jake in Madison, Wisconsin. Hi there, Jake. Hi, Kim. Thank you very much for taking my call. I really enjoy your show. Well, thank you, Jake. What's going on? Well, I do a lot of online banking and bill paying, and I had heard once that it's it's a wise thing to have a dedicated computer to do that with, and I guess I was wondering if you do agree with that, and if so, if you would have any recommendations about 
um, a computer to use. And, and it would be, I, I am just looking for something new, and it would be completely dedicated for only that. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's something that we've done here at the show for many, many years is that folks that work in, say, the finance departments, that they have two computers. And so, one, they're allowed to get their email on and, of course, you know, buy stuff online for the company or go on their Facebook account or whatever they may want to do during the day. And then the other computer is dedicated just for online bill paying and transferring funds and stuff like that, just so that this way, the whole idea, the whole concept behind it is that if you get a phishing email and they take over your system, they're not going to have access to where you're trading stocks and doing your banks and stuff like that. So it's super smart. So here's what we're going to do, Jake, and we're going to do this together is I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions, and then we are going to arrive at the perfect laptop for you together, okay? Okay, awesome. So over on the website at commando.com slash laptop quiz is that you can take this quiz by yourself, by the way, uh, in case you're looking for the perfect laptop. So the first question that we ask you on commando.com slash laptop quiz is what's your budget? Is it under $350, up to $650, up to $1,000, or over $1,000? I would say up to $1,000 would be a good starting point. Okay, up to $1,000 we go. Now, do you have a preference in your operating system? Do you want a Mac? Do you want Windows? Do you want Chrome OS? Um, Windows. Now, what size do you prefer? Do you want it, your laptop to be light and thin, or do you really say, you know what, I really want a bigger screen? Um, I guess I don't necessarily have a preference for that. Um, I, I, I won't be moving it around very much. It'll probably sit on a, on a desk and, and won't leave there, so... It can be larger. All right, so then we'll say, yeah, we're going to say bigger screen then. Um, Will you also be using the laptop for email streaming or getting work done? No. Uh, Do you want a touch screen? Yes or no? Um, Not necessary, I guess. Do you want to use any external monitors with this laptop? No. We're almost done. We're almost at the end. <laughs> Do you need a 10 key built in if you're going to be entering a whole bunch of numbers? No. We're building your personalized results. And dun da 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 The HP Pavilion is for you. <laughs> uh, it's a two-in-one laptop. It's really beautiful. And it sells, uh, let's see, buy it on Amazon right now for $589. You can buy it on Walmart for $629. Uh, or you buy it at eBay for $650. And it's got a 15-inch screen. It weighs four pounds. Uh, it does have the 10 key. It supports monitors. It's got a beautiful processor, 8 gigs of RAM, 512 gigs. And we're going to send you that direct link so you can take a look at it. But this is one of the great things that we have over on the website. It's a great tool, by the way, is that, you know, anytime. Uh, that you're looking for a piece of gear. We have put together these quizzes. And Jake, thank you so much for your call. You hang on the line. We're going to send you a direct link to this HP Pavilion. And you can just go through these various questions. And then lo and behold, you have not only uh, our personal recommendation, but also you can see what it's selling for at that time at all these different websites. So you know exactly where the best deal is for you. So again, if you're ever looking for a laptop, head over to commando.com slash laptop quiz. If you want to take the laptop quiz, go here right now. That's commando.com slash laptop quiz. That's commando.com slash laptop quiz. It really makes picking out the perfect laptop simple, easy, and quick.
If you're still paying for cable TV, here are some perks that you may not be aware of. Like, for example, you have free movies. Uh, this cable perk includes new releases, just not like classics like Top Gun, and they really up the ante there. And before you rent a Redbox video or pay for Netflix, check your cable's on-demand menu. There's a good chance that what you want to watch is available there for free or as a cheap on-demand rental. Next, music. A lot of people don't realize this. You don't have to sit in front of your TV to stream music from your cable provider. You can kick your Spotify or Pandora subscription and use your cable company instead. And finally, here's an insider secret. You might be able to share your Wi-Fi as a hotspot in your neighborhood and then get a reduction on your cable bill. So check with your cable provider for specific plans, but it's definitely worth checking out. And tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and the Kim Commando Today podcast because everybody needs more tech smarts. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.